Welcome back to Spiritually Speaking. Today, we are going to continue our sessions from A Life from Roses to Lilies Back to Seed, A Transformational Journey for the Soul. We're going to talk about intuition and also how to prepare your garden of life. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Welcome to Spiritually Speaking Podcast. My goal is to teach you the elements of spirituality that will show you how to find your passion and purpose in life. I'm your host, Lisa Maria. So join me in another session of Spiritually Speaking. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Spiritually Speaking. This is Lisa Morea, and I am here to help you change your life for the better. So let's begin with something a little simple. I just want to tell you a little bit about how the podcasts are going to be and the upcoming podcast in this uh, series and season. If you haven't listened to the first session, I recommend you go back to episode 2-1 and 2-1-A. That will be the beginning of this and listen to that one or listen to those first. Their 2-1-A is a meditation that goes with 2-1 or episode 2-1. On that note, I recommend that while you're listening, you know, do all the exercises, do all the meditations, do all the life work is what I call it. Because you will benefit the most from it by doing those exercises and those meditations and incorporating them within your life. Now, I'm not saying do a meditation if you're listening to me right now while you're driving, you know, so don't go trying to do any meditations while operating a vehicle or doing anything that has to do with, uh, you know, operating machinery or anything like that. Uh, You want to wait until you're either, you know, going to bed or you find quiet time to yourself because you don't want any interruptions and also I recommend highly 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 that you keep a journal of all your experiences especially with the meditations and just keep a journal write down your life like as you're feeling it because Like I was saying in the beginning, uh, in the first podcast of this series, I have almost 50 journals, if not more, of everything that I've been going through over the years. Now, I'm using all those journals to help you guys, which I feel is amazing. So... I want you guys to do the same thing. I want you to journal everything that you experience. Write down what happened. Write down what could be the reason or the lesson within that uh, experience if you're not sure what that is yet. And once you go back and review everything and make sure you date every single page... Because when you go back and review things, you're going to be amazed 
at how much better your life has become. You're going to be able to look at yourself in a much, much lighter way because you will see what you have accomplished. So let's get started. Now, like I said again in the first podcast, I am including a lot of my personal stories in these podcasts, in this specific series. I want you to take whatever resonates with you and whatever is true to your heart and leave the rest. I just want what is best for you and your life. I recommend that you take and make the time to really dig deep within your mind, body, and spirit. Know that as you move forward, there's going to be some buried emotions that will surface. This is perfectly normal. We must release any pent-up negative emotions. Face them, feel them, and free them before true healing can begin. We have to feel the emotions attached to the experiences or situations that we have not dealt with yet. And just one of my goals in this series is to share with you the ways that positive change can take place in life. No matter what you may be experiencing at this very moment in time or something you have experienced in the past. Even when you feel you may be at your lowest point in life. Even when you feel you may be within your darkest moments. You can overcome your struggles. And transformation and change begins with you taking that very first step. Which is the willingness to change your life for the better. So congratulations, applause, because you have taken it by starting to listen to this series. So let's start digging up the roots of the weeds in that beautiful garden that you're going to grow. Although it's said that living in the present is the correct way to live, it's not always the easiest to perceive. Letting go of the past can be extremely difficult, especially when you're still surrounded by the trauma that has been experienced. The only way to release past experiences is to face them, tell them they no longer serve your highest good, feel them, and free them. Change can be difficult, but it's necessary in life. Every person in the world experiences change, from changing our clothes, our hairstyle, to divorce, graduation, moving into a new home, and unfortunately, even the death of a loved one. It happens, and it's a natural part of life. And everyone handles the change differently. But I'm here to take you on a journey, step by step using the metaphoric reference of growing a garden that teaches you how to find your true self and your passion in life. Step by step, we will walk through villages of the past, climb mountains of emotions, 
and crawl through weeds of memories while we cross the crystal bridges where the angels pick us up and teach us how to fly while we cross the rainbow bridge where our ego can no longer be heard nor seen. By the end of this series, you will be willing, able, and ready to fly free from the self-made prisons of the past and move forward towards your true purpose in life. I'm going to start by telling you when I believe my first experience was with my intuition and the first time that I feel I went to the other side. I was nine years old and we had just moved to New Jersey from Northeast Philadelphia. Not too long after moving to Jersey, my grandfather passed away. And I remember my father coming to get me and my brother and what we were playing in the cul-de-sac that we lived on. And again, I was nine years old. I was devastated. I cried as my big brother swung his 11-year-old arm over my shoulder to comfort me as we walked back to the house. Within one week of my grandfather's death, I had a dream that later in life, would change me forever. I'm going to tell you about that dream now. I walked through a doorway from my bedroom into a long, dark, wet tunnel. There was a white tiled floor similar to what you would see in a school hallway. It was wet, damp, and shiny, looking similar to a corridor floor in a school hallway like it had just been waxed. There was a riser on each side of me as if I was walking underneath a highway overpass. I didn't see anyone at the time, but I felt beings around me lined up on each side. My grandfather stood at the end of a long, narrow tunnel where a bright light was shining behind him. I was so excited to see him. I yelled, pop, pop, as I started to run towards him, and I listened to the echoes from my low-top Converse sneakers hitting the floor. My grandfather's arm lifted up with his palm facing forward, as if he was telling me to turn around and go back. As he made this motion with his hand, I heard in my grandfather's voice, stop, go back, it's not time yet. His lips did not move, but I know it was his voice. I was so excited to see him that I kept running towards him. And I still felt these other beings on the sides of me and heard whispers in the shadows of the risers on the side of the tunnel. I was just so focused on my grandfather, I didn't even look beside me to see what or where the whispers were coming from. As I got closer from running as fast as I could towards him, just so I could hug him, I heard his voice again. With a closed mouth, I heard him say, Stop! Go back! It's not your time yet! As he spoke for the second time, I slid to a stop like a child's shoes, screeching when coming to a sudden halt. His words were heard 
for a third time as I stood there unsure of what to do. Stop. Go back. It's not your time yet. As he motioned with his hands to return to the door that I entered through. I started crying because I was scared and wondering why he didn't want to see me and hug me like I wanted to hug him. So I turned around and started running back to the doorway that I entered through. Still crying, I ran back towards the door. And immediately before I was going through the doorway, I woke up. After this dream, I started to see things that were frightening to me. For example, I walked by my brother's room and looked in the doorway. And I saw a face floating above his head. I ran into my mother's room and told her that there's a man in my brother's room. Of course, at that age, my parents just told me my imagination was running away with me. It was just a bad dream. I truly believe now that I crossed a border to the other side in my dream that night with my grandfather, which gave me the blessed gift that I help people with today. Although I do believe it was meant to happen later in life, I don't feel I was supposed to cross over so young, but I do believe my grandfather was watching over me and still does today. Even in my teens, I felt something instinctual happening. There was times that I knew what people were going to say before they said it. Before caller ID was around, I received intuitions of who it was before I answered the phone. And as I got older towards my teens, my friend Mary and I would always go to the mall and buy these books about paranormal earth magic and spells. Little did I know, there was no spell that can change what I was going to experience later in life. I don't remember much from when I was younger. I can remember a few things starting around the age of nine, and bits and pieces come back to me prior to that age, but not much. One thing I could not remember is what I said I wanted to be when I grew up, and this question remained in my mind for quite some time. I did eventually figure out that I wanted to be a veterinarian. I know that I love to play softball, and I was damn good. I was a pitcher and a first baseman, consistently receiving game balls for my excellent sportsmanship. I remember when I was about eight years old, I was riding a bike, and I got a kickstand stuck in my knee when I fell. The kickstand was loose. (laughs) And when I fell, it went straight into my knee, bone showing and all. I still have the scar. (laughs) Although I don't remember how I broke it, I do remember when I was about three years old. My dad was carrying me on his shoulder because I had a cast on my right ankle. I remember the hole in the floor of my dad's yellow Volkswagen Beetle. My brother and I would throw small pieces of trash through the hole in the floor as we looked excitedly out the back window (laughs) to see how fast it would roll away. I loved to sing, and I remember my dad would only sing with me when he was drunk and we were coming home from a party that we all attended. Mom stayed sober so she could drive us home safely. I also remember when my dad pushed me in the pool as we all played around. But instead of diving forward, I slipped backwards and accidentally hit my head on the side of the pool. My dad jumped in after me, thinking I was unconscious. 
That's how hard I hit my head. I just remembered the bubbles coming out of my mouth from screaming and crying as I sunk under the water to the bottom of the pool. Then I heard and felt a huge splash beside me and felt the strong arms of my father lifting me up to the surface. The next thing I remember is my parents taking me straight to my grandmother's house because she was an RN nurse and they wanted her to check me for a concussion. Thank God for my hard Italian head because I was only left with a nice egg on my head that's pretty much still there today. (laughs) Although my dad was an alcoholic and a drug addict, he was always protective of me. God bless his soul. I was his little girl until the day he had a massive stroke due to the overdose of alcohol and cocaine. The doctor said he had enough cocaine in his system to kill a horse and gave him a 30% chance of survival. He did what the doctor said he would not and survived for the next 15 years. He was in a coma for two weeks, but when he came out of it, he was not the same daddy I knew. Instead of protection, he was threatening to kill us all and then kill himself as we cared for him in the hospital bed that was placed in our family room. My point is, is that we don't always consciously remember our experiences from the past. But within our subconscious mind lies every word, every emotion, every feeling that we have ever experienced in this life as well as past lives. Now, the things I do not want to remember were getting ready to surface. The emotions that I buried deep inside were emerging through physical symptoms. 20 years after the pool incident, I was forced to face my own demons, which started a spiritual war within myself. Like I said previously, we are not born with hatred, jealousy, envy, prejudice, or unforgiveness. Only pure, divine love. So when these experiences take place, layers and layers of what I call shmegma (laughs) are created over top of that pure, divine being. This results in what is called the mask of the ego which we will discuss later within this series. Our lives are a result of our choices and decisions. We can choose to follow what we learned from others, or we can choose to change them and then change the patterns which will benefit our future generations. And benefiting our future generations will surely change the world for the better. Can we change what happens in the past? No, we can't. But we can become aware of our own lives, change the negative patterns and habits that no longer serve the highest good of all. When we begin to create change in our lives, we not only create a better life for ourselves, but a better world for everyone around us and, again, our future generations. My life and my attitude were extremely negative for such a long time 
And until I chose to change my attitude towards life, my life remained negative. I finally realized that I was my own worst enemy. And if I was not going to help myself, I would live like that forever. I did not want to live like that forever. I didn't even want to live like that for the time I did. (laughs) I finally challenged my ego. I became more aware of my actions as well as the actions of those that surrounded me. This enabled me to start digging up the roots of my life so I could plant my seeds. But before I could plant my seeds... I had to remove the weeds that surrounded my garden. I had to clean out the old things, the old people, places, and things that were crowding my life so my seeds would flourish and grow healthy and strong. Now, I would like you to imagine that you are getting ready to plant a new garden. Because we are going to regrow your life as if you're planting it into the ground and growing it from seed. So grab your gardening tools, your gloves, and the seeds of your life because we are going gardening. And I am going to show you how to grow your beautiful garden of life. I'd like to end this podcast with a quote that the angels have given me. And again, I am a psychic medium as well. So this is, if I refer to a quote from the angels, um, this is what I am referring to. And then I'll explain to you what the actual quote means. They told me, if one piece of the puzzle is missing, the whole plan will come tumbling to the ground. What this message told me was that we have to do things according to a plan, a natural plan. If we try to force things and try to rush things, a piece of the puzzle may be missing. And guess what? If a piece of the puzzle of life is missing there is no losing the piece and forgetting about it and just leaving it empty (laughs) you ever see some puzzles where there's just one piece missing and it's like a little thing you gotta fill it in with with something (laughs) you can't just do that not with the puzzle of life because without that missing piece everything will fall Back to the ground. And then what happens is, just like a puzzle, you would have to rebuild the whole thing again. Starting from where that piece was missing. And that's part of what we are going to do in this series. We are going to get to the root of the issues. And again, the meditation in episode 2 1A is a meditation which is going to help you find that root or roots. Okay, that meditation is going to take you to five different windows. You will be accompanied by your spirit guide or a person of your choice, whether they be living, 
deceased or spiritual guide or angel. You will choose during the meditation. You will visit and view five different windows of the past, which could be this life or a past life. It will be important parts or important experiences that you have had. They could be good. They could be emotional. They could be something that's hindering you in life. You will know during the meditation, because I ask you during the meditation, whether they are stopping you from moving forward. And again, journal your experiences. If you don't get freaked out, you can actually record yourself. So put on a recorder on your phone and let it just go until you awaken from the meditation and speak the answers to my questions out loud. Then you can write them down because a lot of times during meditation or hypnosis, you won't remember everything. It's sort of like a dream because you're in, and you're in a trance state. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I really, really hope and pray that you will hang in there with me during this journey. It's so important to me that I help you change your life for the better and find what's bothering you or what's stopping you from moving forward. There's so much to it and I'm telling you, just stick with me. Stick with me, please. Follow me, share this, you know, subscribe. And this way you are, uh, you're alerted to when I upload a new podcast. I'm going to be doing them three times a week minimum and also posting blog posts and you have access to uh, free personal development worksheets and even some videos that will accompany the session. Don't forget to follow my podcast show and also check out uh, my online courses at www.counciloflight.net. If you'd like to know a little bit more about me, uh, you can check out my credentials at www.lisamoria.com and those links are in the description of the podcast. Thank you so much and I look forward to speaking with you next podcast. Namaste. I always referred to my life as a cross between Jerry Springer and Oprah Winfrey. Now, I refer to my life as the creator's divine plan to enhance the life of others. I was always the bruise on the apple of my parents' eyes, getting in trouble running away, drinking and using drugs from a young adult up to the time I got pregnant with my son at 17 years old. After my son was born, I went right back to my old ways, almost losing my son in the crossfire. And that's just the beginning of my story. Maybe you have some struggles that you're going through, or maybe something from the past that you want to let go. Well, I have the perfect way that you can help yourself change your life for the better. I have online courses that range from spirituality to metaphysical to holistic online courses that can help you learn all the elements of spirituality and change your life for the better. 
you can visit www.counciloflight.net. That's www.counciloflight.net. Start changing your life now.